Welcome to this episode of 10 by 10, which is brought to you by the Department of Business and Innovation of Bucks County Community College, hosted by Dean Tracy Tilley. Hi, and welcome to Bucks County Community College's podcast, brought to you by the Department of Business and Innovation. My name's Tracy Timby, and I'll be the host for this episode. We have with us uh, Chris Little Simcox. She's a faculty member in the Department of Business and Innovation. She teaches in the management and paralegal areas. And she's coming to talk to us today about um, time management and what to do when you don't have enough time, or maybe you have too much time on your hands, you don't know how to get motivated, and you have that nasty uh, procrastination thing going on. So welcome, Chris. Hi, Tracy. How are you? I'm good, good. And you have some uh, real experience in time management since you have a legal practice and a full-time teaching load, and you also have uh, three boys. Yeah, so I think I'm probably pretty similar to our community college students who have all kinds of things pulling them from different directions. Um, I have family life just like they do. I also have work. I happen to have two jobs, so I teach here and I also work for a legal practice. The legal practice has two offices, so I'm between two offices, wow. which causes you know a lot of being pulled in different directions. So I think that our community college students often have that, those same types of struggles, like how do I balance family and work and studies and make it all fit? Sure, sure. Know? And then I guess they have to do that within the framework of their own personality? Are they night people or morning people? Or you know, do they tend to work better under pressure or having something planned out, something like that? Yeah, so I think that college is actually the best opportunity for you to really start to learn about who you are and acknowledge the things that are not so great about yourself as well as the right. things that are great about yourself. I know I'm a procrastinator. I have to accept that. Either I'm changing it or I'm accepting it. And now's not the time for me to change it, so I've got to work with it. You need to learn the things in your life that you that you take ownership of and, and work with those. If I'm not a morning person, why am I planning classes for 8 o'clock in the morning? I'm sure. not going to be successful. Yeah, I ask myself that every Monday and Wednesday when I'm here at 8 o'clock. Why did I agree to teach a class at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm not a morning person. And you probably did that for other pressures that come with it. And and part of being a good time manager is also being able to say, no, this doesn't work with me. I can't do this. This is not going to be successful. And, and being able to say that and saying, I could be better be equipped maybe at noontime or I'm better equipped at nighttime. I'm, you know, some students are night owls. They stay up mm -hmm. all night and that's okay, but you need to have your sleep and you need to have your balance. So you can't have a night, be up all night and then have an eight o'clock class in the morning. Sure, sure. So it's about knowing yourself, where do you best study? Um, we all like to study in our pajamas and a couch um, with a TV on, but is that really the best conducive to studying? Mm -hmm. um, you know, are you falling asleep when you're doing that? So you really have to learn the things about yourself that really work. Right, right. I found that, um, and I mean, I'm sure you had some tips when you were in law school too, that the best way for me to kind of review the material from the day was to record it and then listen to it at night via headphones before I fell asleep. So then it just was kind of happening and I was, wasn't was really actively studying, but it was just reviewing. I felt like I really retained a lot of information. It was a good use of time that otherwise I would have just laid there worrying about what I didn't know. Right, best use of time, commutes, 
I mean, obviously, I'm not suggesting that you drive and do something else. But a lot of times that listening to a, a lecture, taping a lecture, listening mm -hmm. to a lecture while you're driving, or if you happen to have a walk, you know, having that in your headphones, taking advantage of those times as well to get yourself ready for the next day or and or to get ready for a test, um, I think are really beneficial. Um, you know, I use a lot of my commuting time just to plan what do I have to do today? What's on my agenda for today? Mm -hmm. um, I'm one of those check off people. I like to have a list and check yeah, off. Me too. So it, it allows me to accomplish something. So on Sunday nights, I'll do that for the whole entire week. I'll break up my task and prioritize them for each day. Mm -hmm. And then each day in the morning, I look at what I'm tasked to do that day and I try to check off as much. If I don't make it, they get moved to the next day, but they have yeah. to get accomplished at some point. Yeah. So I usually have a to-do list that has about 15 things on it. And then I get to the end. Some days I get to the end of the day and I haven't checked off anything. And that's really frustrating and it's so discouraging. So what kind of tips would you have for students in terms of managing their time so that they can get to the things on their to-do list if it has you know 15 or 20 things on it? I think that they have to be more realistic about what what's going to happen that day. For example, I think we leave out, oh, you know, that there's going to be this family thing today or that I'm going to have to go get my son here or I'm going to have to go do this. Those things actually have to be budgeted into what your plan is. Mm, I always do that. Because then you can't get to those things on the list. You're going to be much more frustrated. Mm -hmm. um, I also think there's some really excellent services here at the college that are just underutilized because I think students are afraid to reach out. Um, the academic success... Um, they actually have, you know, people that will actually sit down with you and look at, you know, just take it this week and plan this week and then let's see if we can do that for the next week. Oh, wow. They really can work with you. The counselors can work with balancing the family stuff, which, again, I, don't, I think we kind of exclude that from our schedule and we just plan, okay, I'm going to do all of this today, mm -hmm. but we don't think about what's going to interfere yeah. with that. Or even friends or you know, um, travel to or from work. I often find that I have a lot of meetings in my job, but um, my assistants are great in putting stuff on my schedule, but they don't give me any travel time. So I may have a meeting from nine to 10 and my next one starts at 10. And I haven't figured out the way to just like twinkle my nose and show up at the next place. So I, I don't, you know, I don't really think about the travel time. Yeah, and I think that with there's just so many so many things that come up during the day that we don't budget and then there are things that interrupt during a you know a time frame where we need to just put them aside so if somebody's calling you and this was your one hour to study for your test mm -hmm. you know you need to put the phone somewhere else so that you don't take that phone call, call during the hour and just really do that task and complete it mm -hmm. and then you can call them back at another time and I know that's easier said than done but we have to train ourselves to make those adjustments because if we don't and those meetings that you're talking about unfortunately we mm -hmm. all get stuck in those I if you know again time limiting you know this is what I'm going to do with this time I have 45 mm -hmm. minutes and I have to stick to that so if we're wasting time you know, trying to move that meeting along. I knew that you can do that. Right. <laughs> Moving the meeting I try. along. I try. Sometimes <laughs> I just get up and start packing up. Um, so are there any, um, do you have any technology tips to help students keep on track? Are there apps or things on their phone that might help them stay, you know, on their, their schedule? Yeah, so I... I teach College 101 class, and I, there's mm -hmm. a video that I show, and, and there's so much technology out there that can help you schedule. 
Um, but the issue is going to be you have to find what's right for you. Some people mm-hmm. are overwhelmed by technology, and you spend 45 minutes figuring out technology when you could have just written it down and moved on. Mm-hmm. So you really have to decide, are you you know, somebody who can use these programs? Because there's Google calendars, there's all kinds of calendars that are attached to your phone. There's apps that can help you. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's going to take you more time to do something like that, then you really need to just get out your pen and your paper and make it happen. Right, You know, right. write the list and actually get it yeah, done. Yeah, it's funny. My um, my daughter is a senior in high school, and she carries a, a paper planner. Like she, you know, she wants to go get a really nice planner from Staples, and that's kind of an old school way of keeping track of your time, but she finds it much more manageable than using her phone, I think because she's on her phone so much. That it just kind of then the what she has to do falls into the background of everything else that's happening on her phone. And you get distracted by the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm on the phone looking at my calendar, and then the next thing I know, I'm looking at the phone messages that I got, and I'm I'm looking at my emails, and mm-hmm. I, I you know it's so easy to be taken off track. If you have a paper planner, it's not taking you anywhere. It's right there. It's all you're seeing. And in taking those tasks and breaking them into smaller pieces and breaking them up on the days, sometimes that makes things easier. And I think students who have paper planners are better able to look at their syllabi, figure out what things are due, and break Mm -hmm. them into pieces to make it work. Okay. You bring up, um, you're talking about syllabi. So if they, you know, students have to plan out their assignments, what do they do if they don't understand an assignment that's on a syllabus that they, that they receive from their professor? Um, there are statistics that show that about 15% of our day is wasted by us just turning around in circles. Mm. And, you know, I won't want to say about men not asking for directions, but it's kind of like yeah. the same thing in that, you know, if we if you go to the professor and you, and you deal with it right away and say, I don't understand this assignment, can you break this down for me? You're going to save actually more time doing that than you are going to be trying to figure it out, calling other students, trying to figure out what by myself what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So really taking the time to go with the professor, breaking it down and knowing what to do. If you had you know, a few tips that you would leave students with as we get to the end of our episode here, what would those be? Well, nobody ever says they're not busy. So, so most importantly, you've got to know yourself. And, and that will help you decide when you take classes, what you do, when you study. You need to eliminate anything that's unnecessary. Try to make sure that you use the, your time wisely plan out how much time you're going to spend for different things. And three, most importantly, plan out some sort of schedule. Figure out whether it's paper or if it's electronic, but break it down not just for schoolwork, but for also for your family, activities, the things that you're attached to, and put all of that in one place so that you really can see what does your schedule look like for the day so that you can be successful. That's great. Thank you so much, Professor Simcox. And just one other thing. There is going to be a test that's going to be attached to this podcast. A test? Yeah, but it's one of those things that you can figure out whether you're managing your time well. So you answer the questions, and, and it gives you a score. Oh. And then you'll know whether or not maybe you need to seek some help in how you manage your time. Great, great. Well, thank you so much. That concludes this episode. Join us next time. Uh, We will be discussing the benefits of networking. This concludes this episode of 10 by 10. We invite you to listen and share our other episodes. 